Welcome to the Big Talk Podcast, where we chat all things business and personal development related, totally unfiltered and unscripted. I'm your host, Amanda Davies, and I'm here to help you transform into the leader you were born to be, stand apart from the competition, and most importantly, share your message with the world in a big, big way. Are you ready? Welcome once again to Big Talk. All right, so I know every single episode I say, I'm so excited for today's episode, but I genuinely am. I'm excited for all of these episodes because all of these topics are actually coming from you guys. So whether you have written to me on social media or dropped me an email, or maybe we've had a breakthrough call together, uh, maybe you're a client of mine as well. So I'm, I'm hearing firsthand what challenges you guys are up against. So please keep the feedback coming. It's really, really useful for me in terms of creating content for you and obviously making sure that it hits the mark and kind of addresses what you need help with. Like that's the whole point of why I'm here and and what I'm doing. Okay. So, so please make sure that you keep those emails coming. Obviously keep dropping me DMs on Instagram as well. I'm getting a lot of interaction from you guys over on Insta, which is awesome. Um, But guys, I'm so, so thankful that you keep tuning in and that you keep dropping me incredible feedback as well. So it really, really means a lot to me too. So I'm pleased that you are enjoying this. I'm pleased that you're enjoying the content. But today's episode is going to be, it's going to be a big one because this is something that I'm hearing about a lot at the moment. And I'm curious to know why this is. I've got some hunches and some theories about why, but it's this whole concept of the freaking competition. All right. So Today, I want to talk about why your competition is actually irrelevant to your success in business. And I know that flies in the face of what a lot of other marketing gurus and experts are talking about where, you know, they sort of teach you to really study the competition and sort of map them all out and look at the gaps and da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, yeah, kind of, like that can be useful. But actually, I'm here to tell you the competition is irrelevant, all right? It's irrelevant. So let's get started. Let's kind of rewind a little bit around why this topic has come up, I believe, for so many of you. But I see a lot of people, and obviously I've heard this from you firsthand as well, I see a lot of people getting caught up in what the competition is doing online. So whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or or LinkedIn or whatever, I see you and hey, I've been here too, by the way, which is why, you know, qualified to talk about this because I've had to sort of move past this myself. But it's like, I see you getting caught up in sort of the the status of the competition, what they're doing, monitoring their every move, what's their message and really getting kind of into the comparison game. Okay, so this comparison thing will really take you out. So I kind of want to flag this right up front to say, if you are too into and too invested in looking at your competition, you are naturally going to notice those comparisons starting to come up, which is honestly, when you're getting started in your business, this has the capacity to honestly like take you out of the game. So I want you to be really conscious of this as well and notice when you're starting to get into that comparison piece. And starting to get caught up in what the gurus and what the experts and the others in your fields are doing, I want you to really stay in your own lane. And obviously, I'm going to share some strategies with you around how to do that a little later in this episode. But this comparison thing is is really prevalent at the moment. And I don't know if it's because there are a lot more people moving into the online business space. 
um, or if there's just sort of this perceived scarcity at the moment with COVID and all of the other things that are happening. But honestly, staying out of the comparisons is going to be super, super key for you as we go through. And like I said, I'm going to share some, some, some strategies in a sec, but I also see a lot of people feeling intimidated by the size of their competitions following online. So I don't know if you kind of looked at others in your field and you're like, oh my God, they've got like the swipe up feature on Instagram. They've got over 10,000 followers on Facebook or da, da, da. It's like feeling intimidated by people's size of followings or maybe the amount of content they put out as well. I also see people getting intimidated by competition in their industries that maybe have that more like celebrity-like status kind of thing. Um, you know, we all have the gurus, don't we, in our, in our own respective industries where they're all hanging out with other gurus or they're standing in front of private jets or, <laughs> you know, kind of getting the amazing book deals and things like that. It's very easy to start feeling the comparison thing, but also to start feeling a little bit intimidated by what your competition is doing. I get it. I see it. I've been there myself, but I've overcome it as well. And now I honestly, I couldn't give a flying, you know, what around what my competition is doing. It's totally irrelevant. So the thing is, when we get stuck in this comparison place, guys, and when we start to get into this whole feeling maybe a little intimidated or a little put off by what the competition's doing, typically what happens is one of two things. Number one is we spend too much time trying to outsmart them. Okay, so we get into the detail and we read all of their blogs and we look at all of their offerings and go through everything with a fine-tooth freaking comb um, and we get too much into the detail around our competition. Or it can be an and or, but I, I find that it tends to be one or the other, or it psychs you out. Right? <laughs> so I see people kind of like losing confidence in themselves, thinking that they can't do it, feeling like, oh my God, this person is so far ahead of me. How the hell am I ever going to make a mark or how am I ever going to make it in this industry? So you either spend too much time kind of getting into the detail and trying to outsmart your competition and becoming a bit obsessed, frankly, or you start to get a little bit psyched out. Right? And you start to say things like, well, I don't have the right connections. Oh, I'm not going to lunch on such and such as private jet. Oh my gosh, like I've only got a really small audience. They've got like 100,000 followers. I've only got like 10 followers. Um, or you start to say things like, well, I can't even get people to tune into my live streams, let alone, you know, kind of spend money to invest or work with me. Or there's no room for me in, in the industry. And we start to say all these crazy things to ourselves, right? And it starts to chip away at our confidence, which is why when I talk about the competition, like I said, I'm going to share some strategies with you in a sec, but I really want you to start introducing some mindfulness into how you are showing up and how you're interacting with your competition. It may mean initially that you need to block the competition, you need to unfollow a load of accounts, you need to unsubscribe to a load of emails, um, because really, particularly in the beginning, staying in your own lane around what you're doing and what you're creating and actually starting to tap into the potency of your message is so, so key without being swayed by what everyone else is doing, without having that influence, all right? Because what's going to make you stand out and actually differentiate you from the competition is your potency around your messaging, is around who you are as a person, your story, your vibration, but also how you can uh, demonstrate your ability to solve problems for your people. I'm going to talk more about this in a sec. So all of the stuff we tell ourselves around, oh, I don't have the right connections and I don't have a big enough following. There's no room for me. Da, 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 da. 
the good news is all of this is bullshit. All right. You're just telling yourself some stories right now. I'm going to cut right through it. <laughs> these are stories. These are beliefs. These are things that are just keeping you stuck and it's all BS. All right. So the reality is, is that you can have this stuff. Of course, you can have the celebrity like brands and of course you can go to lunch with other influencers and whatnot, but you don't need it. You don't need it. You don't need any of this shit to be successful. All right. You really don't. And part of what I'm going to share with you is the fact that I have implemented some strategies in my own business. And obviously this is the stuff that I go through with my clients too, but I'm going to be sharing with you some of the exact strategies that I've used to basically make my competition irrelevant. All right. So I am a one woman show. I have a very small team supporting me, but really I am the driving force behind this business. I have been for the last five years and I've used these strategies literally to generate over a million dollars in sales as a one woman show in my business. Okay. Okay. This is without caring about the competition. It's without doing all of the guru-y things that the gurus have told me that I should be doing. I, you know, I'm way too much like, you know, stuff that kind of thing. I'm doing my own thing, all right? So it's this sort of, it's this stuff that I want to share with you today, all right? And as I said, this is the stuff I go into detail with, with my clients on as well in my programs. But I want to show you how you can start to make the competition irrelevant, guys, and start to forge your own path here without getting too caught up on what others in the industry are doing. All right. So I've got four tips that I want to share with you today. All right. So number one is you've got to cut through the BS. This is something we do really well on this podcast and in my business generally. We want to cut through the BS. And what I mean by this is things like audience size, things like the shiny brand, things like having lunch with other influencers. (laughs) All right does not equal revenue. I'm going to say this again. The size of someone's audience, the shininess of their brand does not equal revenue. You've got to be really careful what you pay attention to on social media. Okay. So I'm going to call this out and I want to kind of really pull back the curtain on this because there's a lot of smoke and mirrors out there. And I know intellectually, you know this, but I want to reflect it back to you and get really clear this stuff does not equal revenue because there's this sort of myth out there, right? There's this myth out there and it's been pervasive probably over the last 10 years in the marketing space, online marketing space. But there's this myth that shiny branding is really, really important. But there's also this other myth that having a huge audience is key because it's about having the right number of eyeballs on your content. It's about having the numbers. It's about being able to show that you've got thousands and thousands and thousands of followers, right? All of this is nonsense. All of this is nonsense. There's also this sort of the part of the myth, I guess, which is that you need to be across all of the different platforms. You need to be uh, blogging until your fingers bleed and then repurposing that blog and posting it on Facebook and Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, all of the things, all right? And you need to repurpose and repurpose and repurpose your content constantly I've even heard someone crazily say, you need to be generating 35 to 40 pieces of content a day in order to sort of have an impact on your audience. All of this is total BS, okay? And it kind of, it sort of tips its hat to this myth that content is king. Now, maybe this worked five, six, seven, 10 years ago, but the audience and the marketplace has moved on a lot since then, all right? And it's not so much about generating endless content these days as it is about quality. I'm going to come on to this in a sec, but 
it's not so much about the quantity and being across everywhere and, and being omnipotent and omnipresent and all of that sort of stuff. It's about targeted, specific pieces of content that really cut to and target the right people. All right, we're going to come on to that. So this isn't about content being king and it's not about image and celebrity like branding, like we can kind of get into, like a lot of the detail, the gurus talk about those details. And it's not about getting people to see how amazing you are. And it's not about having a huge audience. None of this stuff matters. All right. None of that stuff equals customers. And just because you're good at your own PR or you've got the swipe up feature on Instagram because you have over 10,000 followers or because you're managing to get people signing up to your newsletter list or even buying your book or reading your blog or whatever, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're good at people buying from you, getting people to buy from you. I'm going to say that again, just because you're good at getting people to sign up to your newsletter list, just because you're good at getting a ton of people on your live streams every day, just because you've got some loyal blog followers, it does not mean that these people are buying from you. This is so important because this is where the smoke and mirrors comes in. We see the big numbers on our competition's Instagram account, or we see, um, you know, the kind of hundreds of people on their live streams every single day. Doesn't mean that they can get people to buy from them. So I want to kind of just really cut through the BS on this one and just open your eyes up to the reality. All right. Um, so you'll be very, very, very surprised and, you know, behind the scenes sort of stuff here, but it's like, you'd be very surprised about how few of those types of people can get people to actually invest in their programs. Okay. So the reality is if it's not about size and it's, if it's not about the shininess of your brand and it's not about the number of people on your live streams, then what is it about? This kind of brings me on to the second point. It's actually about grounded outcomes and transformation for your clients. Point number two, it's actually about grounded outcomes and transformation that you can help people achieve. Okay. The reality is, and I mentioned this earlier, the marketplace has shifted. It's gone from being that sort of very um, sort of story-based celebrity-like branding piece into actually people just want to know how you can help them. This is really important. The marketplace has shifted. People just want to know how you can help them because the reality is your people, whatever industry or niche that you're in, your people have really big problems right now, bigger than ever before. COVID has been like the, the world's biggest blinking magnifier in terms of what's going on in people's lives. So whether their business is failing or whether their relationships are being tested or their health and wellness, your people have really, really, really big problems right now. They don't care about your blog. They don't care about your shiny brand. They don't care about how well-branded your videos are. They don't give a damn about your amazing 10-step magical process. They just care about whether you can help them solve their big problem. I'm going to say that again. I'm dropping the truth bombs today, right? No one cares about your blog. No one cares about your magical 10-step formula of a process. No one cares about how pretty your videos look or how nice the backdrop is in your live streams. They just want to know whether you can help them solve their big problems that are keeping them awake at night. Okay. This is really, really important. So when you can come in to the marketplace with 
the right message, okay, the right message that shows how you can solve their problems. When you can come into the marketplace with that confidence and certainty and belief in what you offer, when you can come in with that clarity around how specifically you can help people solve their problems and what you can help them achieve, then frankly, the competition becomes way more irrelevant than ever before. Because what you're doing is you are cutting through the noise. And this is something we're so passionate about in my company. It's about cutting through the noise and cutting through the fluff and sharing with people exactly how you can help them. Game over, like competition gone. All right. So while everyone's out there kind of, you know, blogging and kind of raising their audience numbers and sort of doing all the pretty videos and stuff. It's like, if you can come in with a really potent, I mentioned this before, a really potent, really powerful, clear message that showcases not only who you are and showcases your vibe and all of the amazing stuff about you, but fundamentally gets to the heart of how you can solve people's big ass problems, that's when the competition truly becomes irrelevant. The third point I want to say is that you... You need to be willing to serve people accordingly. So if this is about showing and demonstrating grounded outcomes and showing people how you can help them achieve a transformation, you've got to be willing and prepared to show up and serve them in that way. So what do I mean by this? I mean that this is about quality over quantity. And again, this is like a real value that I have in my business too. We do this all the time, whether it's in our offerings. So we offer fewer things but we actually offer really transformational, incredible high value things compared to a lot of others, all right? So we're all about quality in our offerings and we're also all about quality in terms of our social media presence and our messaging as well. You'll see this on on everything we do. We are not across all of the channels. (laughs) We don't do all of the things. Uh, We do a few things really well and there's a strategy behind that as well, okay? So this is about quality over quantity, not just in terms of your marketing, but also your services and your products as well. Um, This is something, again, it's, I talk about what's helped me make over a million dollars in sales in my own business. Like this is it. It's about getting really focused and getting really clear on the transformation that I help people provide and my team helps people provide, but also getting really clear and focused on our message as well. Okay. So you need to be prepared to show up and offer that level of high value service. High value service in everything we do, this is something again we stand for in our company as well, high value service, high quality offerings, okay? High quality content. When we do create content, you know, we're not out there doing 35 pieces of content a day, but what we do is super specific, it's super targeted, where people can get to know us, know me, but also are really clear on how I can help them as well. The reality is, guys, is that people value what they invest in. So whilst your competition might be out there throwing together a few cheap eBooks or slapping together some cheap e-courses, you know as well as I do, that isn't where transformation is found. And you guys know, if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you know that I'm not a fan of e-courses. I'm not a fan of low-ticket business models. Why? because they don't offer transformation. And I know for my audience, they've got big problems. 
if you're sitting here listening to this podcast, I know you've got a big problem around growing your business, launching your business, scaling your business. That is not going to be solved by me offering you a $197 e-course that you can do at your own pace, right? You need hands-on support and transformation and coaching and advice and help. So people value what they invest in. And I mean, I'd ask you the question, I'm kind of going off on a slight tangent here, but it's like tangent slash rant, but it's like, how often have you invested in an e-course or a membership site? And it's just sort of sat there and you've done nothing with it. Maybe you're all like gung-ho at first, but then after a couple of weeks, you sort of slip and fall off the bandwagon. Why? Because no one's holding your hand through it. No one's guiding you. No one's showing you how it's tailored to you. So this is where, you know, coming back to sort of the competition, a lot of your competition are going to be throwing out all of these sorts of offers, but where you can really differentiate yourself is around the quality of what you provide. And part of that quality is going to be reflected in the pricing as well. Okay. And I'm not talking about crazy sort of pricing. I'm talking about something that excites you, something that feels good to you, something that keeps your people with skin in the game as well. But you have the opportunity to really differentiate yourself here through the quality of your offerings and through the quality of your messaging and doing few things better rather than trying to create hundreds of different offers and doing all of them really badly like a lot of people are doing out there. This is something that I really help my people with, my clients with, is just do few things better. Go deeper rather than broader. Okay? And it's worked very, very well, not just for me, but for my clients also. All right. Um, part of this as well about serving people to the highest level is about setting up your offers in a way that, you know, obviously you can charge a bit more, but also pretty much guarantee that transformation as well. Obviously there are no 100% ironclad guarantees with anything in life, but it's about giving your people the best possible chance of success. And this is a big piece that we do right up front in all of my programs. It's about getting clear on what the transformation is and how you're going to deliver it and how you can start to create these services and offers and programs in a way that's unique, feels amazing and soul aligned to you, but also gets people results as well, provided they show up and do the work. So Going back to what I was saying about this is quality, 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 not about firing off a whole bunch of different offers that sort of don't really hit the mark. All right, this is a really great way to sort of sidestep the competition. Okay, last thing I want to sort of end on here, which is also recognizing and taking a step back. If we look at the competition objectively, it's about recognizing that your competition can actually make you better. I think I've sort of highlighted that when I was just talking about the offers and sort of the messaging and things like that. The fact that you have competition is a good thing. You know, it's a good thing that you've got competition because it shows that there's a viable market for what you're doing, okay? If there's no competition, then you should be worried because <laughs> it probably means that, um, you know, there's no market for it because there's very, very, very few, if any, unique ideas these days, all right? It's about people um doing things differently or better but there's very sort of very very few uncharted territories in this space and in this industry all right so the fact that you've got competition is actually a really good thing so keep that in perspective all right but also your competition can make you better from the perspective of differentiation and i spoke about this in terms of the quality versus quantity thing but also if you can get yourself to a point again not from a comparisons and sort of like a a weird beating yourself up place. But if you can 
look at the competition objectively, almost put your blinkers on um, and sort of get really laser focused on what the competition is doing in terms of the gaps in their service, what they're saying that you disagree with, uh, what their people maybe don't like about their services or where they drop the ball. Like these are all really interesting places to look at from a very objective viewpoint. If you find yourself going into comparisons and thinking, oh, I'm not good enough and starting to kind of, you know, get into that place, then you want to pull back. But when you get to the point where you have enough confidence, and I would recommend working with a coach on this too, but where you can objectively look at your competition and start to think about these things and think about where their gaps are or think about what people aren't liking about their services and you start to build your offers and your messaging to sort of plug or fill those gaps, that can be a really powerful thing to do because, yeah, it shows that differentiation, right? There's the sort of that. But also it just starts to show um, where the gaps are as well and how you can come in and fill them. But, again, I don't want you to obsess on this. Going back to what I was saying at the very beginning of this, I don't want you to obsess on this stuff, which is why it's really important to work with a coach on this because they'll stop you obsessing <laughs> about it, all right? But it's like look at this stuff, ask yourself, where are the gaps in their services? Where are the gaps in their messaging? What are they saying that you disagree with? What do people not like about their offers or services? And where are they dropping the ball? If you can kind of have a look at those things and jot down some notes, that's going to be really great intel for you also. All right. So just to recap then, number one, in terms of why your competition is irrelevant, number one, Remember to cut through the BS, all right? Size of audience and shiny brand does not equal revenue made. Number two, it is about take, it's, it's about grounded outcomes and transformation and really demonstrating that to your clients and to your audience. Number three, it's about serving people accordingly. So this is where I talk about quality over quantity. And number four, it's about recognizing that the competition can make you better as well. When you look at it from that mindset and that perspective, uh, there are some really juicy gems of information that we can take from our, our competition as well. All right. So I hope that episode today served you. I hope it was uh, enlightening. I hope it got you to see the content, uh, the competition, sorry, from a different perspective also. Um, I would like to invite you as well, if this is something that you're struggling with or you're feeling like you need some additional support around growing your business, starting your business even, then do feel free to reach out and book a business breakthrough call with me this week. So if you follow the links below in the show notes, there are a couple of links there. Number one around, you know, my general offers and services, but number two, you'll see a link to book a call with me directly. I'd love to get onto a phone call with you and chat about all of this stuff. I'd love to see where your challenges are. Um, maybe there's some stuff coming up for you around comparisons and the competition and all of that. Maybe you're just not sure what differentiates you as well. So let's jump onto a call and have a chat about this because honestly, if I feel like I can help you, then I'm happy to, to sort of talk through that. We can chat about what that looks like, but also if there's something else you need or there's someone else you need to be chatting to, I'm very well networked so I can point you in the right direction there as well. Okay. So please do reach out. Don't be shy. It would be great to spend 40 minutes with you just chatting about your business. Um, any questions or any comments, keep them rolling in, either pop them below or send me an email direct, amanda at lightpurposeliving.com. Apart from that, I think have an amazing day. All right. See you on the next one. Bye. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to the Big Talk podcast today. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do leave us a review and share it with your friends. For further information about our programs and free content, head on over to lightpurposeliving.com. See you soon.